This episode is brought to you by members of the You Run Podcast Network, Dewey Pod Monster, Movies for Days, Pop Culture Reflections, Voices from the Mausoleum, You Gonna Eat That Crust, Video Tasties, The Ghoulish Gallery, The Girl and the Gay Podcast, The Horror Friendly Podcast, and The Aardvark and the Magic Moshi Do Red Dwarf. All available at YouRunPodcast.com. Welcome back to another edition of You Run Podcast True Crime. Uh, my name is Scott. I'm Heather. That was super confused for a minute because I was like, why is my screen not coming back on? I was like, um, can you hear me? <laughs> That's so stupid. Anyways, whatever. It's been ages since we've recorded. It feels like because we were going to record this like last it. weekend. Last and then weekend. You, you got sick. Are you all recovered now? I'm fine. It's just it when you live in this shitty town, this state, the pollen is bad. And then you have the weather change. It'll be, you know, 38 degrees one day Fahrenheit for you, you know, Americans. Yeah. Um, and then all of a sudden it's 72. And it's, I'm telling you, it's like every year, like clockwork. It, like, I don't really feel bad. I never really felt that bad. I was just like constantly stopped up and caught. It was the coughing because I have the, post nasal drip or whatever that shit is so it's just like a tickle constantly okay. but i'm good i don't good. care now this is this is why i'm gonna move one day because i hate this state <laughs> <laughs> um we bring you two episodes a month covering the world of murder mayhem the macabre and covering yes. cases that you select us to talk about. Uh, if you want to get involved in future episodes, go and follow us. It's at You Run Podcast on every mm -hmm. single social media going. Um, you can also send us an email, yourunpodcast at gmail.com, or record us an audio DM wherever social media will, will allow you. If there's a microphone button, you can do it. If you yep. want to go and follow Heather all on her own, you can do that. She is Wednesday Wine and Horror on Instagram. It's me. That's right. It is you. Um, <laughs> like I said, we release two episodes a month, one on the first of the month, which is the main case, and the second on the 15th of the month, which mm -hmm. is our extended cut, where we add more to the case. We give you places you can go and get movies and documentaries and all that kind of stuff yeah. if you want to really beef up on the case. Anyway, today is the first of the month, so it's a new case. Um, I just about forgiven everyone for not picking the tiger king the tiger king got to the final and i was like we get to talk about joe exotic for two episodes and it didn't and happen. i didn't get to wear my shirt i had a specific shirt and it literally looked like something joe would have like it, he had it i think it might have been his shirt i don't know i yeah, thrifted it <laughs> so Joe Exotic will be polled again in the hope that one day we get to discuss the Tiger King. You know why they didn't pick it is because in most people's eyes, it's not so much like true crime because I think it's more of a joke. Like people yeah. find it like it's hilarious. It's like Carol Baskin, like, but it's still true crime. Like it's still something, a murder happened, but yeah, he's yeah. insane. <laughs> he is absolutely insane. And the, the thing, if we ever did get that case, there's so mm. many clips of him. Like there's there's recordings available of him calling from prison since the yeah. show ended. There's so much stuff that's available since that show finished. Yeah. And so yeah. much more story we could share with people. Well, maybe one day I'll keep my fingers we'll crossed. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Um, but this is the You Run podcast and you pick the cases and we just do as we're told. Um, this case lacks an actual murder, which is bizarre for us. Um, instead, has an attempted murder. Um, mm -hmm. In this episode, we're going to discuss graphic violence, mental health issues, social media, um, and an urban legend. Because today, mm. we are covering <laughs> the Slender Man stabbing. What's the address? Your emergency. Walks are coming, Lenny. I'm transferring over a caller on Big Bend. At the dead end, just south of Rivera, and he came upon a 12-year-old female. She appears to be stabbed. 
She appears to be what? Stabbed. Stabbed? Okay. Are you still there? Yes. Hi, sir. So, is are you with this 12-year-old female? Yeah, she said she's having trouble breathing. She said she was stabbed multiple times. Are you going to put me in prison and I'm going to rot and die? Do you know where you are right now? Uh... Not really. Please don't cut off my head. Where do you think you are? At the police station. You know, your job as, as a mother is to protect your child from bad things happening to them, and yeah, I felt like I failed. How did I, how didn't I know? How didn't I know that she was sick? Um, even though I, I know, looking back, that she was, um, you know, she was doing well in school and yeah. she, she had friends. She didn't have a lot of friends, but she always had a handful of close friends. I just want to let Bella and her family know I'm sorry. I've never been this sad. The teens who stabbed a classmate in the so-called Slenderman case has been released from custody. And restrictions on the outside. Those include a case manager to monitor medication for psychiatric care, monitored internet use, no social media, and no contact with the victim or her family. Waukesha police say wires movement will also be restricted by 24-7 GPS monitoring. Are you going to put me in prison and I'm going to rot and die? Please don't cut off my head. I don't like, like it. Really, like this case is really. I have chills. Yeah, like I, you, you guys can't see on camera, but like I, when I tell you guys, like it's creepy because the little girl, the mom, is saying. I think to I think it might be Morgan's mom. It's who Morgan's probably, mom, but yeah. yes, because she was the main perpetrator in, in this case. So. The fact is, like, she's like, I didn't know anything was wrong with my child. And, uh, okay, I, I get that. But that is fucking terrifying because could she have been displaying normal behavior in front of her mother and then doing all this wacky shit, you know, behind her mom's back, so to speak? Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. makes you fucking terrified. Like, I love my kids. Like, I'm happy I have as many as I have. But those little bastards better not kill me. Yeah, it genuinely freaks you out. And like there is available online, there is the full interview footage with Morgan. I've only shown a, a brief bit of it here. It's uh, a little it, it it's a like it's scary. Like it's when scary because she, she's like, Don't cut my head off. And she's talking to Slenderman because that's what we're gonna get into, but like that is who she thought was basically controlling her question mark, a kind yeah. of yeah. And like when she's like when she's being actually interviewed by the police officer, it's not yeah. that bad. But when she is on her own, honestly, that shit is like straight out of a horror. It's like movie. hereditary. It really is. It's terrifying. It's like she's possessed. That's what it would remind you of because like she's dancing and kind of la la la. It's like that yeah. just shows you like she doesn't have the competence to, like it's this shit crazy so extended cut is going to be wild because that's going to be juicy yeah no, this is going to be juicy <laughs> on its own yeah. now um, we're going to give you a brief explanation of who slender man is if you don't know who that is mm-hmm. enough to put this case into context and then when we do extended cut we will give you a bit more of the lore and all the other stuff that surrounds yeah. Slender Man. Um, But for now, we're going to give you just a basic understanding because that's kind of all you need for us to get into Mm -hmm. the facts. So Slender Man is a fictional online creation. Uh, He's a tall, pale man in a black suit, and he sometimes has tentacles that come out of his back. Mm -hmm. He targets children and young adults and either makes them go insane to commit terrible acts for him or kills them is the gist of it. And that's kind of all you need to know. But the main bit you need to take from that is this is a fictional character that was created online. Doesn't exist. Yeah. It's no, it doesn't. It's like 
well, we don't want to get into it too much because we want to savor it and leave it, leave the juicy bit, the juicier bits for extended yeah. cut. But I think it was um, like a creepy pasta, and that's where I'll leave it. I'll yeah. leave it at that, and then we'll continue. But, but basically, yeah, it's like just a like a not a goofy, but like this supposed to be scary yeah. thing that people made up, which they made up all kinds of shit online. Yeah, he, like, he's no he's no more real than Michael Myers. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Michael Myers might be more real than him. Yeah. That's more plausible. That's more plausible. Um, let's get into this because what happens is pretty bad. So on the 31st mm -hmm. of May 2014, it's another recent one for us. We've done a couple of cases now that are Yeah, not too, too relevant. long ago. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Anissa Weir, Morgan Geyser, and Peyton Isabella, who were 13, Anissa was 13, and mm -hmm. uh, Morgan and Peyton were 12, yeah. uh, went for a game of hide-and-seek in David's Park, which is a wooded area near Weckershaw, Wisconsin. I think. I, think I don't uh, yeah. yeah, I don't. we don't know Wisconsin. No. <laughs> um, <clears throat> now, this was after a, a fun day, um, including they went to a roller rink, they had a slumber mm -hmm. party. Before, yes. th they were celebrating... Morgan's 13th, I know Morgan's 12th birthday, she just turned yes. 12. Yeah. And like they decided to go and play hide and seek the following day after this sleepover. Mm -hmm. Now, at some point on their walk into the forest, things took an unexpected turn for Peyton as Morgan and Anissa attacked her for no reason. Yeah. They pinned her to the floor and began to stab her with a five inch long blade. Um, mm -hmm. They stabbed her 19 times, causing wounds to two major organs, missing an artery to the heart by only millimetres. They stabbed her in her arms and legs to stop her trying to move as well, which it is that I think is probably just as like stabbing someone in the body. Yeah. You're trying to kill them, but stabbing someone in the arm and the leg, that's, it's that's... Like extra. It's causing extra unneeded pain, I would yeah. say. Because, I mean, like, obviously, I'm pretty sure that if you were stabbed in the arm or the leg in the right spot, you could bleed to death, obviously. Yeah. So, like, you would still die. So, it's almost like you're just, why do we keep on? And why did I stab her so many times? Yeah, it's, it's, it's horrific. Um, after the attack, uh, Morgan and Anissa told Peyton to stay on the ground and they would go and get help. Yeah. They had no intention of getting any help for yeah. her at all. And they yeah. began their hike to their secondary location, which we'll talk about in a bit. Like their secondary location is almost yeah. as batshit crazy as what they've just done. Y'all um, ain't getting there. Y'all ain't getting there. Let's go ahead and tell them, Scott. They went no fucking way they were getting there anyway. No, even even the most experienced hikers with full <laughs> packs of gear would not have made that trip. But we'll, we'll talk no. about that in a bit. <laughs> uh, now, I can't imagine what was going through a 12-year-old Peyton's mind when she's been mm. stabbed 19 times and she's in the middle of the woods. That must be Terrifying. the scariest experience. for like As an adult, that would terrify yeah. me. Fuck like, yeah. For a child, that must be, I can't even fathom how a child of that age could even process what they'd just gone through. Mm, my thing is, is like them being in a forest by themselves and no adult supervision. Like, I get it, right? Like, I get that this isn't the fucking 80s and 90s where you can no. do batshit crazy, ride your bicycle and you you can't get a hold of anybody, right? Because they don't have a cell phone. This is different times we live in, 2014. Scary yeah. times. I think that's one of my things where I'm, I'm questioning kind of the parents, like. Parenting ability. Yeah. Like, why would you? I would never let my kids just, like, go strolling away. Like, okay, y'all can go to a forest. That's fine. No. Fuck no. <laughs> no. <laughs> so we live right near a forest. We live near yeah. one of the largest national parks in the UK. Yeah. Um, it wasn't until the, the two boys were like 15, 16 that I would let them go off into that's the a, woods. That's a little different, and it depends on the child. If, if you know that they're responsible, obviously, like, it's yeah. okay. But at 13, children are not responsible. At 13, they're going to climb a tree, fall and break their neck is the best case scenario. Or they're going to start a fire or they're going to do some other dumb shit that they shouldn't be doing. But your kids also had cell phones, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. So it's see, it's different. I'm pretty sure they didn't. No, they didn't like, back then. Um, so it's a different situation. And also you like live by a forest and I, I, it's just the setting. It's a lot of different stuff that makes it okay versus yeah. this situation. Uh, thankfully, Peyton was not a stupid girl. She was very switched on and she mm -hmm. knew that these two were never coming back to help her. So she began her escape from the woods. She picked yeah. herself up and she pretty much dragged herself to a nearby road where she managed to flag down a, a man on a bike who called the police immediately that's lucky uh, really what do you lucky. call that what do you fucking call that a, a miracle <laughs> yes yes um she was rushed to the local medical facility and went undergo surgery for repairs to from a brutal attack um the surgeon who operated on, on, on her is quoted in saying it was the thickness of a human hair that made the difference between life and death in this that attack. always that always makes my mind go bonkers because I'm like, it's so insane that you're a millimeter away from potentially dying, that you yeah. can be in a horrific accident, but all it is is how you were hit, what got hit, what this and that. And it's so crazy because you see people walking away from accidents that are horrific and they're like, I'm fine. <laughs> you're yeah. like, Wow. Yeah, but it, they, she was stabbed different than an accident. But still, I'm surprised they didn't just stab her in the chest, right? Like, or in the well, throat. Well, the thing is, they they stabbed her in the, they stabbed her in all the right well, places where you would yeah, expect in the to, chest. I'm sorry to kill someone, but yeah, they managed to. They hit a couple of vital organs that needed to be repaired, but they missed the heart, and yeah, because of that, the major she, she survived, which is it, it's incredible. I'm going to say it, it now. Really it's incredible is. that no, she survived. Believe what you want to believe, but something higher was working on that because, like, that's fucking crazy. It, it's just a little crazy. Mm. Um, when Peyton came out of sur a surgery, she wasn't able to fully communicate. She had a a, a tube and she was on a is it an inter in intubation tube to help her breathe. Yes. Um, yes. So she communicated using a whiteboard mm -hmm. and she was able to write who it was and what what kind of what, what happened give, give the yeah. police enough that they could go and do something mm -hmm. um several months after the attack uh, or for several months after the attack Peyton slept with her mum because she was so scared and then after that when she went back to her own room she'd sleep with scissors just in case it's just the mental trauma that it what inflicted on that poor child like, yeah I mean, she lived yeah you lived but like I, it's the trauma it's the mental stuff that you deal with after the fact not the scars not the healing not the physical pain it's the mental pain she was only yeah. 12 years old i'm like what the fuck yeah we always talk about physical damage caused by murders but we never really mm -hmm. talk about the emotional effects of people who yeah. survived and for this this is for her that this is the case it's Yes. The trauma that she went through. I mean, mm -hmm. lots of regular listeners know that my dad was killed in a stabbing when I was 13. Yeah. But his friend survived that attack. And I witnessed firsthand the type of trauma and devastation that he suffered. And like every time there was an anniversary mm -hmm. or every time he walked past the place where it happened. I mean, he he had like years of therapy. He moved completely out of the area because he mm -hmm. couldn't cope with seeing it. And that's mm. the reaction of a, a fully grown adult who can process their emotions and understands what's happened and has learned to regulate how they behave. This is a girl who's, she's, she's at the age of hitting puberty and her hormones are raging. And then exactly. this happens. Like her mind is still, your, her brain is still growing. Her body's still growing. There's so much stuff. They don't have the ability to make those correct decisions and stuff. I mean, thank, thank Jesus, God, whoever, right. That she knew to, I'm going to crawl out of these woods. I'm going to get myself to, because you would just think uh, maybe another kid that age would lay there because they're scared to death. They would not yeah. know what to do. So she yeah. had the will to live. Yeah. Or you'd get another kid who'd lay there and go, I'll stay here because someone and would wait find for them. them Cause they said yeah. they were coming back. Which yeah. They, of course. Um, for those of you who are interested, we're going to give you an update on what Peyton's doing with her life now um, mm -hmm. in Extended Cut, because mm -hmm. what she's doing now is is something that deserves 
part of its own episode and not yes. the episode where we're discussing her horrible attack. Yeah. Uh, let's get back to our two little runaways, uh, Morgan and Anissa, mm-hmm. who left this poor girl to die in the forest. Yeah. Um, after Peyton was discovered, it didn't take police long to locate these two kids and go looking for them. Um, it took them even less time to actually find them. Um, they're, they're kids. They're not hardened criminals. They're not. Yeah. They're, they're not on the lam. They they have no idea what they're doing. They're just kids ambling away. Uh, it was five yeah. hours after the attack before they were caught. Um, they were apprehended five miles away. Um, the knife they used for the stabbing was in their bag. Um, and they told officers they were on their way to Nicolette Forest, which is where Slenderman's alleged home is. And that is 200 miles away from their current location. Uh, they also packed, get this, they also packed a couple of energy bars because they knew it would be a long walk. Energy bars, bitch. You better get the whole company's energy bars. Like, to 200 miles, that is, what's that, 10 days walking? I mean, if you do 200 miles, let's just say you're driving roughly, it's about two hours-ish, ish, I'm going to say ish, like, depending yeah. on how fast you drive. But like yeah. we're talking about walking, so <laughs> I don't even know a week. <laughs> it, it's a long, it's a long time. They weren't getting there that afternoon. Let's put it that. I can't way. believe they they. I can't believe they were able to hike the five miles. Yeah. To to get out of the that's. I can't hike a mile, y'all. I'm scared as fuck. Like, yeah. uh, hiking ain't for me. Um, this is where all of the reasoning for their attack started to become apparent. Um, the two mm-hmm. were obsessed with the legend of Slenderman, um, something that yeah. Peyton was aware of. So Peyton knew they both obsessed over this character, and she had actually tried to skip out on the birthday celebrations and the sleepover because it creeped her out a little bit. Um, in an interview in 2019, she said that she didn't really feel happy being around them anymore, and it's something that she had brought up with her parents but she mm-hmm. felt guilty. It was it was Morgan's birthday, and they, they'd been friends yeah. since like little school. And yeah, she's like, well, yeah. I that kind of I have to go. Yeah, yeah. And we've all uh, we've all been there. I'm there like that with pretty much ninety percent of family functions. Oh fuck, I have to go. <laughs> say less. Say less. No, I'm I'm the same way. Like we, you know, there'll be something going on, and it's like. All right, we want everybody to show up, and I'm like, I'm sick. I can't go that day. <laughs> but it's so bad because, like, I am close to some of my family, but I just don't want to go. Ten out of ten, I don't recommend. The thing is, I, I think, I think for us, that is a hundred percent an age thing. Like, I've got my, I think so, own, my own little life of my own little bubble, and within that bubble. I yes. control everything and it's lovely and everything runs cl- clockwork and it's smooth and I, it's great. As it's soon me. as I, as soon as I leave the house, I then yeah. need to have the kids got all the stuff they need. Have I got juice for the kids? It's have I got so this? Stressful. Go- yeah. And it's like, <laughs> why would I put myself through that to go three miles down the road and see someone who has no kids who could just pop in and see me? See, that's always been my thing too. I know. And, and, and it's like when we do, there's this thing, this is off subject, but so my sister's husband, my brother-in-law is like, oh, we want to do these family dinners one Sunday a month. And I'm like, my throat's tightening because I'm already like, ah, oh, that's a lot. It's just <laughs> one Sunday a month. But I'm like, what are you cooking? Because some shit I don't like. Yeah. And it's just like, it's not like I don't love my sister, like. It's not that really. It's I think this you're right. It's like ever since my friend, whatever, unfriended me through text. I'm just like, it hasn't bothered me, Scott. So, like, am I a sociopath? I don't know. Again, please put a poll out. Is Heather a sociopath? I've literally not thought about it until we brought up this conversation. I literally am like, I don't even fucking know who she is anymore. Like, I don't give a fuck. I'm still using her Hulu. <laughs> <laughs> Not, she don't not. listen. She ain't gonna listen because she's a hater. <laughs> <laughs> Let, let's get back to the case. Yeah, sorry. Uh, in the interrogation 
room. Uh, Morgan mm-hmm. showed absolutely no remorse for the killings uh-uh. whatsoever. She danced and she sang and she was just kind of like, yeah, we done it. Yeah, we done it. It's not a problem. Uh, Anissa seemed to be more sorry for what she'd done, but again, yeah. didn't seem, she wasn't cut up by it at all. Neither of the girls were. Um, but they both insisted on one thing. They had to do it to appease Slenderman. Because if they yeah. didn't, Slenderman was going to hurt them or their families. It is that that's kind of the um, urban legend myth, yeah. whatever the story of uh, of Slenderman is that he does make you go crazy or something. Yeah. And yeah. we're going to save some of that for next time. But but anyways, yeah, basically that's it. So they were quote unquote scared. Let's say yeah, Slenderman. This is so. If Slenderman was a real person. Yeah. And he was influencing these kids to go and do these things. They would not be as guilty as they are now because Slenderman is a fictional yeah. character. This is this is like yeah. saying the fucking Easter Bunny told me to do it and I'm scared of bunnies. They have horror movies about the Easter Bunny, just FYI. And although Slenderman don't even have a damn face. He don't no. have a face. I'm no. married to Slenderman, just so you know. <laughs> He's got a face, though. <laughs> um, before we get into the court case, because this is one of the rare occasions yeah. we're going to talk about the court case, because we kind of need to, uh, we're going to take a quick break. Hey fam, Newman here from Movies for Days, your non-pretentious easy access movie chat podcast and weekly deep dive into any film from any genre, from any decade with anybody's guess as to how we chose that movie that week. Proud member of the You Run Podcast Network. Check us out where all great podcasts can be heard and on Twitter at Movies Days. Movies is spelled regular. Days is spelled with a Z. So make sure you go and check out Movies for Days. Also head over to yourunpodcast.com. Check out all the mm-hmm. other network members. We've just added two new members. So we've now got yeah. the Girl and the Gay podcast and the Horror mm-hmm. Friendly podcast are also part okay. of our wonderful network as well. So we've got lots now. Yeah, very cool. Um, let's talk about Court Case. Um this court case got a lot of media attention because yeah. of the motives of this case. Yes. Um, so there was a call for both of these to be trialed as adults. And I've got to ask you, where do you sit on kids being trialed as adults in the United oh. States? Because it's not so much a thing here, but in the United States, it's like you can have a 12 year old and yeah. you can trial, try them as an adult. And, I, I I don't know. What's your thoughts? Again, you're coming at these, coming at me with these double-edged sword questions. These they're very hard to almost answer off the off the cuff. Whatever. Yeah. Like it's it's hard to answer it because you think about it. You're like, okay, so if you have a hundred twelve year olds in a room, they're they're all going to be a little different. Maturity level wise, they're going to be different. But if we go through a scientific side of it and we're like, okay, well, a 12 year old is still this and that they haven't hit puberty or they are in puberty. There's some that start at 10 years old. Right. Yeah. So it's about rationalization and it's about decision making. And the problem is, is that at age 12, most I would go ahead and say almost all children cannot make a, a good decision when it comes to that. So these girls killing or almost killing. Uh, Peyton, uh, I don't know that you, I don't think I can agree with them being, they don't, they shouldn't have been tried as adults. The mental facility aspect of it makes more sense because they do need, they need to be evaluated. They need to see what's going on. Apparently we find out that there is some issues going on. Yeah. Trying a child for an adult crime or as an adult Depends on the situation. It's a stipulation. If you had a 12-year-old that was went and blew his mom or dad's brains out, that's going to be a little bit different than this case because even though they caused harm to Peyton, look at the circumstances. What was yeah. the what was the other kid's reasoning? Was it just because he was like, there's been cases where kids are like, well, he wouldn't let me play the video game, so I murdered my whole yeah. fucking family. Now that motherfucker, like, come on. Yeah. He knew what he was doing. Now he was older than 12, but even 15, 16, 17. 
kids yeah. brains are not developed yet so it's a look in the u.s we got fucked up kind of laws and everything is <laughs> per state so per state you're going to deal with something different every time and I, I just in good conscience i don't know if i could have looked at those little girls i mean what they did was is horrible I don't know that I could have been like, they need to be tried as adults. That's just my opinion. Yeah, like, I, I don't I'm know. I'm kind of with you. I, the judge said they did need to be tried as adults, and he he let that go straight away. He's like, yep, no yeah. argument. And I think with the world's media watching, that was kind of the choice he had to make. I don't think if he'd have gone Possibly. the other way, the whole world would have gone, whoa, hold on a minute. Mm. You can't do that. Yeah. Um, now, Morgan was charged and convicted of attempted first-degree murder and sentenced to a maximum of 40 years. Um, yeah. Morgan did cut a plea agreement, though, so she didn't actually go to full mm -hmm. trial. So yeah. she basically pled guilty to everything and agreed to go under assessment by mental health professionals to basically that was going to be her punishment. So she was sentenced to 40 years mm. in a mental health facility where she can get the help that she needs. Um, she did originally plead guilty to the crimes and wanted to yeah. go to trial. And it was after a psychological assessment, she was actually found not guilty of these crimes by way of mental yeah. disease and defect. Yeah. Um, she's diagnosed with schizophrenia and it's a condition that was also suffered by her father. So it is I genetic. It is genetic. I didn't know if it was. I knew. I knew I'm pretty positive that it's genetic. Yeah. So I don't think that somebody can, like, I wouldn't think that it's not like your kid one day is just going to get schizophrenia. Like no. they're going to show signs of it at an early age. Fact check me guys. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I apologize. But from what I can recall from my memory, I feel like stuff like that, especially like since her father had it or has yeah. it. I mean, mental illness does get passed on. It's a mental illness. Yeah, and, and also, even if it doesn't get fully passed on, there's an element there of learnt behaviour. If your dad's schizophrenic, sure. you'll those mm -hmm. naturally. Like, like, I'll sit with my kids and my kids will mirror what I'm doing in my yeah. mannerisms because that's just what they see and that's then how they behave. It's nature versus nurture and then your environment and things like that that take into account of all these children. How come one child can live in an abusive household and see things, but they grow up perfectly fine, but then the other sibling goes on a murder spree or becomes this or that or just yeah. whatever. It It's complicated. It, it really is. is. Uh, Anissa's situation was a bit different to Morgan's. And I was yeah. surprised at just how different this was. So she was charged with attempted second-degree murder and sentenced mm -hmm. 25 years to life with at least three years in locked confinement mm -hmm. um, and in involuntary treatment at a psychiatric institute. So, again, a hefty sentence for a young child. Yeah. And this is where it starts to get interested and honestly a little bit confusing. So okay. she appealed her conviction. And in 2021, she's 19 at the time. Um, yeah. She stated that she was very sorry and deeply regretful for the agony and pain that she's caused. Um, she yeah. said she, she hates her actions from May 31st, um, but through countless hours of therapy, I no longer hate myself for them. And in September, 2021, Anissa was released from prison or from the mental health facility. Yes. Yes. With, with these following conditions, she'd remain on a 24-hour tag for the next 37 years. She'd report in weekly to mental health professionals to monitor her progress. She'd have no access to social media and her internet usage would be monitored. Yeah. Do you think that she should be released and all of that, like all of those things they're doing there, surely the cost is more than it would be to keep her where she yeah. was and she's no longer getting that continuous care i i don't get it man you i feel like i'm back at school like you you were throwing some hard questions at me it's like math class all over again sorry I sucked at math. no it it becomes a moral opinion i would say i don't know if that's the right verbiage to use but because you look at it on one hand where you're like did Morgan influence Anissa 
In my opinion, yes, very much. It was Morgan's idea to do this versus Anissa being kind of a little tag along. She was a little follower. She just like, did, did we report if she actually did any of the actual stabbing or was it just Morgan that stabbed? No one really knows the full detail. So we're just hearing that Morgan basically did most of the stabbing. So we don't know yeah. for sure. if Okay, that's the thing. Anissa, Anissa could have like knocked her down. We don't know for sure, I guess, that Anissa perpetrated any of the stabbing. No. It doesn't we make do it okay she, either way. No, we know she held her down. Well, that's uh, we, what I'm saying. She's still, it, she's responsible. Yeah. Now, them wanting to put her into a mental facility for that long, I just, it's hard to know because it's like, would she get better care to be safer to be released through there? Yeah. Maybe, but people can act one way and be another way. Yeah, and they do. So, I don't know. that. I, Scott, I can't really answer it to be honest with you. I just don't even I don't even really know if I have an opinion on it because that is so difficult to know. Is it is she sorry? She very well could be sorry. Or is she sorry because she wants to get out? But basically, even though she's getting out, she's she's still imprisoned. Like yeah. she can't do shit, right? She can't do nothing anyway. Yeah. Which again is is fine. She can't do anything. Um yeah. so <laughs> Uh, In September of last year, following a further appeal, the Uh GPS tag restriction was released. Um, It also the social media ban was lifted. Um, (laughs) She does still have to check in for uh, regular mental health assessments, Mm -hmm. um, and her internet usage is still monitored. So, in essence, they kind of just like (laughs) they kind of slapped her on the booty cheek, just one booty cheek, and they were like. There you but, go. You're you're fine. You're fine. Yeah, they're like you're going to have all these re- restrictions. They're going to be in place for 37 years, and then two years later, went, nah, it's all right. You okay, just, you, but you this, get on with it. This brings up the question of: Is this a, a a problem in the system, like in the law and everything, or is this a problem with mental health in the United States? It's a problem with mental health in the United States because. You got crazies walking, and excuse my language for saying that, but I mean, you got people walking around nuts on the butts, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like people can't get access to mental health facilities. Like, if no. you really are like, I'm going to like suicide and things like that, like, why not offer these things for free for people? I don't know how the yeah. UK is, but in the United States, Scott, like, they don't give a fuck. They do not care. They'll be like, okay, uh, are you sad? Here's a pill. And to me, that is not a solution. Like, no, yes, some people need to be medicated because it's neurological shit that goes on in their brain. They need their the brain balanced, right? Yeah. But like, you can have, like, I've had postpartum depression, but like, I didn't need to be put in a mental facility, but they tried to shove a bunch of medicine down my throat. And I was like, I that's not what I need. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's a cry for help. It's just like, how serious are they taking it? Yeah. And the thing is, like, mental health assistance, I know in the US is really strained because it is, it's, it's a paid garbage. service. Um, yeah. And yeah, it, it's really tricky. And like, and this is not the only one appealing the court's decisions either. Um, yeah. So in 2020, um, Morgan uh, issued an appeal uh, to be retrialed as a juvenile. Uh, Mm -hmm. stating that the decision to try her as an adult was unlawful. Um, The appeal also says that the degree of first degree, the charge of first attempted first degree murder needs to be dropped and reduced to second degree murder because the police didn't follow it by the book. They interviewed her. They interviewed her illegally prior to reading her her Miranda rights. So that's what she's saying or that's what actually happened? That's That's what we're... I've watched the footage. They do interview her for a good 20 before minutes before they give her her Miranda rights. Yeah. So, and a lot of what she says in the early part of it is stuff they relied on in the court case. So they, they took advantage of that because she was a child. They took advantage of being like, we know that you did this and we don't give a fuck. And, and there are crooked cops out there. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah. This whole world is a doo-doo ball. Like, it just happens. 
Yeah, and they wouldn't like there was no parents in there with her. There was no legal there aid have in been. there with her. There should have there been should... someone. To... Someone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, whether it's a court-appointed lawyer or whoever, there should be someone sat in there with those child children. But it was one-on-one -on -one police officer and child for all of the interrogations. I don't know about that. See, it's like when you go to the doctor, or at least here, when I go to the doctor and I have to go see the woman doctor, and if they're going to do a, a procedure or something to me, the nurse comes in too. It's not, yeah. I'm not left in that room alone with the doctor, especially when it comes to women's health things below yeah. the belt. They don't, mm -mm. even when I was pregnant with Campbell and I would go for my checkups and they, it, that there was always two or three people in the room. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I, it doesn't make a lot of sense because it it almost feels like were they that I don't know maybe he was just like I'm just going to get this girl I don't know no and like it, when you watch the interview footage the the policeman and the, the police ladies were well, two detectives who are interviewing mm -hmm. these two girls and they're they're really nice and they're really friendly and at no point are they like pushing them for information the girls are giving it willingly but they well, just yeah. they just didn't do it by the book. But, but they have to say their Miranda rights. This isn't fucking 21 Jump Street, you know, no. like you have the right to be an attorney. You do have the right to be an attorney. Yeah. Like, okay, um, anyways, I'm just saying, like, they should have known. It doesn't matter if the, if she was 12 or not. Like, you still yeah. have to treat people the right way. Yeah, you do. I mean, this appeal was heard in the Supreme Court in early mm -hmm. 2021, um, and it was rejected. Yeah. The, the, the uh, charges still stood. They're going to reject it, yeah. Um, in January, January of this year, um, petitions to the courts for her release have been put in again uh, for various mm -hmm. different re reasons. Um, mm -hmm. This is going to be heard in April. So potentially there is a release of Morgan because she is getting a Supreme Court appearance where she will be able to put her appeal forward. And there's a chance that they may overturn her conviction and she may walk free. Um so yeah, if that happens, we'll we'll give you an update. Yeah, maybe maybe we could do like an update episode. Go back through all the cases we've done and see yeah. if there's been any updates, and do like a special on where some... we just. There's not on Jack the Ripper. <laughs> no, and there's not on HH <laughs> Holmes either. So I still I watched a little small documentary the other day that had him in it. It was like a true crime doc, and I was like, skip this boring ass shit. <laughs> <laughs> we know what happened. We don't know because they didn't know. Nobody no. knows. No, and they still don't know, and they'll never know. So stop talking I about mean, it. Let's focus not, on it. Like... <laughs> <laughs> um, this brings yeah. us to the last thing we need to really talk about, which is the uh, the use of internet and mm -hmm. it's the effect of internet on children and how as parents yes. we should regulate it and monitor it now i've got kids ranging mm. from six year old to 17 yeah and their internet access permissions and the time they get on screen is very very different the 17 mm. year olds are both working part-time attending college yes i'll be honest i don't really monitor what they do online because yeah. i've raised them and i am aware that they have a good moral standing and I know that they're not doing dumb shit online and you know their interest so you know that if there was a a peculiar thing you would say okay I'll keep an eye on him let's just make sure he's yeah. not doing this or that you know easy peasy yeah. uh, but my younger kids I do restrict what they can see online so yeah. we've got parental controls in place mm -hmm. we've got um like device times like they can only go on for a certain amount of time a day yeah. they don't sit yeah, on it yeah. all day and all night um and some people look at me like i'm a crazy parent when i tell them that they're like oh my kid's on, on his phone all the time i was like do you know what he's looking at no like do you have any like parental restrictions on like youtube like to cut out swearing or anything like that no yeah all right no, they got access to google can they just go on google and search whatever they want well yeah and i'm like wow no just no. I I don't agree with that either, Scott. Like, I mean, I don't I don't agree with those people. Like, they need to stay out of your fucking beeswax. Like, first <laughs> off, that's my thing. Like, it's not your child, so shut the fuck up. That's one on you. Like, you're doing what you need to do. Yeah, a child should not be allowed to 
just be like, oh, I can do whatever I want and you not even monitor it? Like, hell no, I'm nosy as fuck. Yeah, <laughs> like, I am. Call me Pinocchio, bitch. I'm nosy. Like, I will be like, what y'all doing? I get right in their face. I don't give a fuck because I know that it's addicting. Okay. As adults, yeah. we're 40 year old in our forties. We know that being on our phone too much, like it's addictive. It, it happens. Um, yeah. We'll sit there and especially do for them. It, yeah. Oh, I do that at one or two in the morning when I can't sleep or if Campbell wakes me up or something, I have to put him back to sleep. Yeah. I'm bad about it. It'll be like three 30. I'm like, Oh my God, what's happened. But like, they're not allowed to get on the internet. They're not allowed to do any of that shit past like eight o'clock. No. Cause I'm like, exactly. turn the shit off or I'll blow this whole house up. Like I'm crazy. Yeah. And also like knowing like my younger kids watch YouTube and they've got mm -hmm. certain YouTubers that they like watching, but what most of our like time that they're on devices, like my younger kids don't go and play in their room. They, they, their room, they just, they sleep in they their room. They just rooms. like, yeah, they hang out everywhere in the house, but their room probably. Yeah. So, so they hang out like in the front room, we got a corner sofa and they'll sit on there yeah. and they'll sit with their devices on and they have headphones on, but their kids, their headphones are loud. I can hear all yeah. the shit. I understand. Watching. I know I have one that wears headphones too. I know. I'm like, <laughs> Yeah, so like I know what they're watching, but there's so yeah. many parents out there who have no idea what their kids are searching online. I mean, you will remember yeah. the same as me, Yahoo chat rooms back yes, in sir. the day. A -O AOL chat rooms, and it'd be yeah. like ASL age sex location, please. You know your trifling ass was lying when you were like 18 female, you know, whatever. And you're like, because you was like 11. Get the fuck out of here. And that could have been a 37-year-old man or you don't even know who the fuck you're talking to, okay? Like, no, this what happened to you. You don't even know. And that's how it was when we were growing up. It wasn't monitored then, but it was hard <laughs> it to monitor it. But now it's easy to monitor it. It's, we it's were a... different. We're a different breed, Scott. I'm yeah. telling you. us We're millennials, right? That's what they consider us, millennials, I think. Yeah. Are we millennials? No, I think I, we're class. We're zennials. We sit between two actual age groups. What the fuck does that mean? I ain't older. No, I'm a millennial. Anyway, <laughs> I ain't trying to get older, put no X in front of my shit. But what I'm saying is like, then your parents, my mom especially, she worked all the time. We were always mm -hmm. left alone. Yeah. And then my stepdad, like, because they were divorced. So my, her boyfriend, whatever the fuck you call him, he was always working too. So guess what? I was the oldest. So guess who was in charge? Me. Because yeah. I'm the oldest of the two other siblings. Yeah, so guess what? Here. There you go. Like, what was Heather doing? Chatting. What yeah. was my sister doing? Playing with fucking Barbies or some shit. And then my brother was like, I don't know, playing Ninja Turtles or some shit. I don't know. But that's the thing. You could, you didn't hear about a bunch of children necessarily. I, I would say like all the murder stuff no. seemed to happen in the 2000s. Yeah, it's, it's, it's insane. I don't know. Yeah, and I, know. I think one of the things that really gets me about this case is it was premeditated. So it was one hundred percent premeditated. Yes. So their initial plan was to actually kill Peyton that yeah. night at the slumber yeah. party, and mm -hmm. it was Morgan mm -hmm. who said, "No, we can't no. do that because it will get my bedding covered in blood." That was the reasoning for going to a out into the woods to do it because it was cleaner well let me ask this real quick because this is it's not really off topic but it kind of is so they were having a slumber party now yeah. as a parent and, and as i have a daughter that's 21 now i do not i never allowed with the exception with the tight exception my kids are not allowed to sleep over at people's homes 150,000% they cannot. My daughter was allowed to with my at my sister's because um, of her like step cousin. Yeah, that's different. Um, there was maybe one other friend that she was allowed to go to. That's because I knew her parents extremely well and they were good people. I knew known them for years. Yeah. Other people I said, look at my face. I said that you ain't staying the fuck over there. If they want to spend the night, hang out, they can come to our home. And I, yeah. my boys have never, and, and me and Stephen both agree, you ain't staying the fuck the night over at nobody's house. No, and we're the same as well. Unless okay, we know. Okay, I was wondering. No, 
No, unless we know them well, because yeah, we live in a scary world. And yes, you might know Never that know. they're going. Yeah, I mean, if it's a pe- people you've met at the school a couple of times, they might seem yes. really nice. But do you know who else lives in the house? Does an uncle knit brown? It like it's such a exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So and I, having I'm a girl, not... it was different for me because I mean, like having a teenage girl, and you don't have any teenage girls. So, like, in boys, it doesn't matter. That can happen to them too. It just seems to be more, you know, obviously more cases of teenage girls. But no, I I, I didn't care how pissed off she got. Now, my mom. No. I could stay over at like one person's house. It was literally only one, maybe two girls that I stayed with. And it was because I had known them from, from the age of six years old up until junior high school. No, we don't play that shit. Homie don't play that. Okay. I'll be like, "Mm -mm." they, they gonna try to, I no, I don't trying to go to jail. So my thing is, is like, my boys are not really into that. I don't know if your kids are ever even into that. Like, they're just like, no, No, they don't, they don't want to go stay the night in nobody's fucking house. Stinky ass house. No. Um, Mm -mm. uh, we're going to be back in two weeks time uh, to follow up on this case we're going to give you a full Mm -hmm. rundown of the slender man legend like how it came about how it evolved what i got some stories too scott i'll let i'll save them i got some funny ass fucking stories for my son not anything bad don't worry guys nothing bad it's funny as fuck though but we're gonna say (laughs) okay Um, yeah we'll also give you an update on what peyton's up to now um and the fallout that this caused with overall tighter controls on the internet for children. Yeah. Because this did have a not just an, an impact to the US, this had a global impact on how companies like Google and things like that managed the ability of children to search certain yeah. things. So th- this was a really impactful case. But like um, kids are fucking smart though. Yeah, they I are. Take that into consideration, like, they can get to places that, anyway, we'll talk more about it next time. But, like, they're <laughs> smart. They know. <laughs> they know more than I do. Uh, yes. We'll also give you a list of movies, documentaries to catch up if yes. you want to know lots about this yes. case and Slenderman himself. Um, but until then, Heather, take us away. Let me just, let me go ahead and say this first of all. Y'all don't want to know shit about Slenderman because that shit is not scary. Okay. Ugh. Anyways. But in all seriousness, I think that the whole kind of thing with our episode is, like Scott mentioned, it's like, pay attention to your kids. A lot of yeah. things are, are are avoidable, I would say, to an extent. You can't, you can't help everything, but you can, like, if your child is reaching out to you and children will reach out to you in different ways, okay? They're not adults yet. Take them. Take the shit serious. Talk to yeah. your fucking kids. You opened your legs and had no problem having the baby, like, talk to your children. Mental health is important. Yeah. I mean, we need to keep these. This is our future generation. This is the people that are supposed to take care of us as we get older. So yeah. with that being said, let's take care of ourselves, take care of our children. Um, so you guys stay spooky, stay safe, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Look. Bye. <laughs>